Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show, where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing in the cafe? Are you ready for some hot and steamy conversation this morning? What you drinking on? What you sipping on? Call me a macchiato. That's my favorite beverage right there. That's how I get my day started. Hot and steamy. My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere tolerated. If you cannot help a person, don't hurt them, especially with women. It's just whole essences to bring out the best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't. It's not just conversation as you started. It actually has a purpose. Sometimes it needs to be had. So 
good morning. I thank you all for hanging out with me uh, in, in the cafe. I'm, I'm feeling a lot better uh, than uh, last week. You know, last week I was at the Hattie's Fall, and we had an amazing time. Um, and, and I got to see a lot of people, uh, a lot of friends, a, a lot of my Facebook friends. You know, I got Facebook friends that we've never met, but uh, we keep key. You know, on the live and, 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 and all on different people's feeds. But you can't tell us we ain't real friends. I love my Facebook friends. I love y'all. And I try to support everyone as much as I can. So thank you for supporting me, too. And I enjoy seeing and hugging on all of you. And um, look forward to the next time I can collaborate with, with folks. You know, I'm telling you, people say, good to see you. I was like, it's good to be seen, you know, and not viewed. So it's good to be seen. Be seen as much as you can, wherever you are. Seen. Tim, it's room for you, baby. Tim said he should be on this show. You are welcomed on this show. You all are welcomed on this show. Hit me up, inbox me, uh, call me, 515 I Got Toy. That's the number. It's easy to remember. 515 I Got Toy. Call me so we can get you on the show. This platform welcomes all. So just just holler at your girl. I'm, I'm available. I'm here. Ain't going nowhere. I've been doing this 11 years. God sees fit to keep talking, keep sharing, keep growing. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do what it do. So holler at me, Tim. Love to talk to you. Love to talk to you. But this morning, Tim, we're going to talk about etiquette. Etiquette, 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 etiquette. So let me tell you what inspired this conversation uh, last week, Tony um, Atway <laughs> was so outdone with the quality of service that he received at Heritage Ball. People give him customer service. And and, and, um, and I even asked him on the show, like, what are you going to take back from this with you, and, you know, into, into Chicago <laughs> where it's cold as – it ain't cold as hell because hell isn't cold. Well, it's cold as a – Probably some words I don't respect, but it's cold there, right? And uh, who are you going to take back with you? So he, he mentioned some things with me on the show that he's going to take back with him. But um, I was just outdone with his humbleness and, and his spirit. And then I got to thinking about um, what we give in return when we receive something. And, and, and etiquette kind of plays in that to that because it's the expectation of, of how we should govern ourselves, right? It's, it's the set of conventional rules in which we should operate or function when in certain environments. And, and I believe there's etiquette in all kinds of places throughout all walks of life. You know, there is etiquette when you're driving, right? There's driving etiquette. And, and, and if you have some tips, Please post them if you're watching the Facebook Live. Even if this is the um, rebroadcast of it, please share your information because we can learn from each other. So if you have any experiences or any tips regarding driving, post them now. As a driver, is there courtesy that we extend to other drivers? It's, you know, this etiquette thing. You know, here, here's one thing that bounces off the top of my head. You know, when we all out there rush hour or wherever you are, you got somewhere to go, you got somewhere you're trying to be, the whole idea is to keep the traffic moving, keep the traffic going, right? You don't want to be the cause of a traffic jam. 
You know, so if if I'm driving and you want me to let you in, now I'll let you in. But listen, if I let you in, you better keep up with the pace. Don't don't make me miss the light because I let you in, right? So you need to keep up with the pace of traffic. So so for those of you who are drivers, you know, and 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 someone lets you in. Don't slow up everything. Don't, if you ain't the person going to run the light, don't be trying to cut in. Just wait. Because the people are trying to make the light. They're trying to get to where they're going. So if, if you are getting let in, then make sure that you make the light. Okay? Don't have me let you in. And, and I got to slam one break, and then I'm beating my home cursing you out because I'm trying to give, extend courtesy. You know, I'm trying to show driving etiquette. But you're not because you're going to make everybody miss the light. So, so, so think about that, driver. Uh, Candy said you should use your blinker. Yeah, you should use your blinker. But how many of y'all are, are so swift with it? <laughs> I mean, you're so savvy with it that you don't even need to use your blinkers because before they can even think about it, you've already projected that, okay, I'm getting over in this, in this lane. I'm going to make this left turn, right? But I'm not waiting for these 200 cars behind me. I'm going to get in the second lane. I'm going to coast my way on up, and then when it's time for the light to change, I'm already in there. You know, you can't, you may you not need a blinker for that, because I, I normally don't use my blinker when I make my move like that, because they don't need to see me coming, because they don't need to think about it. Because by the time you know I'm coming, it's over. I'm in the flow of traffic, I'm moving with it. And I think that is okay. I think that is etiquette, because you're going to keep up with the flow of traffic. That's all I'm saying. So if you got any other driving etiquette tips, put them out there. Oh, oh, I do say thank you. I do say thank you. You know, I can put my thumbs up, you know. Thank you. Even when they know they let me in, thank you for, for thank you. Thank you. I'm in there. So um, that, that's one of my favorites. That's one of my favorites right there. There, there are also, um, <coughs> excuse me, etiquette when it comes to, um, being a passenger in the car. Don't forget about the passengers in the car. Yeah, there's an expectation of you too, being a passenger in the car. So, um, I mean, you got people that get in your car for like smoke. Like, I don't smoke, right? So I, I think that if you are a driver and you smoke or don't smoke, I guess you have to set the tone of whether smoking can happen in your vehicle or not. How many of you smoke and people get in your car? And they don't smoke, but you still smoke. Is that etiquette? I mean, I I, I don't know if I'm not smoking. But is, is that etiquette? Do you still fire up, whatever you fire up, when you have passengers in your car? Is, is that etiquette? People the lie. They're saying on the lie. Is that etiquette? No, no one wants to admit that they're smoking. Why is that? No one wants to admit that they're smoking, but you smell it all the time. <laughs> Uh, you used to see them all the time, right, outside the building trying to get a, a puff or two in before they run back in because it's cold. Um, <laughs> but you don't see them anymore, and, and they're banding out. They're making smokers, like, walk through blocks of smoke. You know, um, that will test whether you need to smoke or not because by the time you get to the smoking, the designated smoking area, you, you damn out of breath. They probably think, you know what, I don't even want to puff anyway because I'm already short of breath. <laughs> But um, that's my little dry humor. <laughs> if y'all think that's funny, give me some thumbs up. I, I think I'm funny. Sometimes. I think I'm funny. But back to the smoking. So so there is um, 
courtesy that should be given. There's expectations and etiquette that should be for drivers. Okay, I got an 18-wheeler saying that you should have more respect for tractor trailers on the road. We can't stop and go like regular four-wheelers. Um, okay, Shanita, Miss Driver. I agree with that. So what does that respect mean, that if you're going to jump in front of y'all, we need to be, we need to be quick with it or just don't jump at all? Uh, so there you go. But do have more respect um, for them. Uh, whatever that is. Uh, so, that means we shouldn't jump in front of y'all? I, I, I don't understand what that means. We definitely can't let y'all in until they just bogart their way in. And there's some drivers out there that, that, that they don't play, you know, and, and those 18 wheelers. I, I don't play with them. But um, my car got a little pickup, so I think I got a little edge on them. But I, I do give respect to the tractor children. Y'all look out for those tractor children and show them some courtesy. All right. Okay, moving away from the drive. Keep posting your driving. Keep posting your driving tips, though, right? Keep posting. Keep posting. She said, don't jump at all. Keep posting your driving tips. Keep posting because we're going to move on. Because we got all kind of areas of etiquette that I want to cover in this time frame that um, passenger etiquette, texting etiquette. Oh, my God. Etiquette about personal space. You know, personal space etiquette. Like, what's that about? What about etiquette when people are, are house guests? Is there a certain expectation of behavioral norm for you when you stand in somebody else's spot visiting? You know, what about if you're a roommate? You know, um, what about etiquette when it comes to providing an RSVP? Is there a certain expected behavior when you are the plus one? You're the plus one. You're not even the invited guest. Are you expected to behave a certain way because you are the plus one? What they say about that? Office etiquette. Oh, my God. We can go on and on. Office etiquette. What is expected in the office? Office etiquette. And then there's fashion etiquette. Fashion etiquette. What should you do or not do? What's etiquette? When they, do you make a comment about people's outfits? I mean, what's etiquette? Do you look out for your girlfriend or your guy friend or whoever you're with? Do you speak up when that outfit not flowing correctly? It ain't flowing on them. Do you speak up? Is that etiquette? Is that rude? Well, let's, let's go to um, while y'all brew on that and stew on that and begin posting your your etiquette tips on those areas. I just wanna, I just wanna share, and I want y'all to pray for me. I want to share. I have this pet peeve. I'm on conference calls all day, right? So nine times out of ten, if you call me and I'm not expecting your call, it'll probably go to voicemail. If you text me, you'll get a quick response. Well, the nature of what I do requires me to be on the phone most of the day. So, therefore, I may miss a random call. I'm on conference calls. And let me tell you what drives me up a wall on the conference call. So, now I appreciate the conference calls because it saves us from sitting in these meetings, right? Um, but imagine if there is a meeting. You have been summoned to a meeting that is to occur. 
So the meeting is to occur at 10 a.m. You arrive. You arrive at 10 10. 10 10. You arrive at the meeting at 10 10. The meeting is already in session. Conversation is already happening. You when you walk in, you hear the presenter speaking. Someone is already taking a lecture or taking the floor. The meeting is happening, no doubt about it. There is conversation. The meeting is happening. When you walk in the meeting at 10 10, do you stop and yell out your name? You say, So I hear? No, right? Because at 10 10, you're late, so you missed all the pleasantries, you missed all the greetings. So what you want to do is try to find a seat, probably closest to the door, so you don't interrupt the meeting that's already in process, right? Well, then why does free conference tell people to announce themselves? It drives me freaking insane when people are constantly coming on to a conference call late. And you could have legitimate reason for being late. But why are you coming to a conference call 15, 10 minutes late, yelling out your name when, when the people are already talking? Oh, my God. I want to just take my hand and reach to the phone and strangle the person who's yelling their name. Secondly, not only is it disruptive, is it rude, but why do you want everybody to know you're late? I jump on the call. You don't know I jump on the call. But I will vouch that I was on the call. I, Stephanie, you feeling me, right? Stephanie feels me, right? I, it drives me insane when people are doing that. Not only that, <clears throat> when you have a conference call with 50 people or so, you know, and, and you know it's going to be a large group. Everyone yelling on the, get on the call, yell their name out, and, and it, it really upsets me when the person who's managing the call doesn't, take accountability. They have no control over everybody's talking, yelling out their name. You can't actually get a roll call. And then if these people who who's on the conference call want to start saying, hey, how you doing? How was your weekend? This ain't the time for that. This ain't the time for those pleasantries. We're trying to have a conference call. So, Tony, you can't be talking to Stephanie back and forth when we got 20 people and we got two minutes before the conference call starts. Like, what is that about? What is that about? Where is the etiquette? So um, that is a pet peeve drives me insane because I'm thinking, listen, so I got stuff to do. If I want to ask you how was your weekend, I will call you before or after the, this conference call. But we're not going to sit on this conference call having these sidebar personal conversations when it's supposed to be a conference call. It drives me insane. If you get on the call early, be silent, be prepared. Be ready. Have the orchestrated conversation. Get off and go on with your lives. That's how I see it. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. But, ooh, I got to tell people about that. I actually want to do some training, <laughs> some corporate training about effective conference calls because that drives me insane because what happens is people don't want to participate. If, if they, they'll be thinking, like, I got stuff to do. I'm here, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And we're on this conference call, everybody's laughing, talking, and, and it's totally unproductive. Nothing pisses me off than a waste of my time. So that's my pet peeve about conference calls. So uh, any other conference call 
etiquette tip. I'm glad Stephanie agreed with me. Thanks, Stephanie. I, I hate it, too. I hate it, too. And sometimes I don't even want to be part of the call. I just call in. I'm on mute. And if you don't say anything to me, I'm not saying anything to you. I'm just there because I have to be. And I just ride it out. I just ride it out. Well, Steve, if that person that's late is the key person, then whoever's orchestrating the call should probably say that. Steve is going to be directing this call. He's going to join us later. This is the way. If we're looking back, if you can just put your phone on mute so we can do a roll call so we can get to the meeting. It's a meeting. It's a meeting. It's not a party. It's a meeting. And I think sometimes when we are um, in these social settings where we have to have these conference calls, it's not always as productive as being in the office. So that, that, that's just my little two cents that I want to share about conference call etiquette um, that may be helpful, right, so that people can have a productive um, conversation. Good morning, Glenda. I see you beautiful. Thanks for chiming in. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So let's talk about etiquette, the expectation of etiquette. Um, RSVP. What is that about? So there's an expectation that if you are invited and you're asked to RSVP, you should RSVP. Because it's important when you are having to plan for meals or accommodate space, right, people need to know who's coming. But I understand that when you get a lot of invitations to places and you got a lot going on, um, you know, some people, you know, they, they just don't make those decisions to the last minute. They may be really trying to consider attending your event and got a couple of things on the line and they're trying to balance it out, right? And so it may take them a little, they may miss the deadline. So what, what do you do about that? Do you text the person? I, I, I kind of think that when it is um, the day of the event and um, usually the person who's hosting it primarily got a lot of calls coming in, right? They got a lot of calls coming in, and they're trying to manage a lot of things. And you want to call them and explain why you're not coming. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. You should always try to have, like, a go-to person or someone else. You know, if, if it's um, Stephanie's event and, and her sister's hosting with her, I may text her sister. I'm not going to make it, yada, yada, yada. But to keep trying to call the host when they're already juggling a lot of things and you want to summon them to your excuses or why you can't be there, or just, that just may affect their mood. Let them go ahead and service and attend to the people who are present. And you hold that for later. You know, you may text it so there can be accountability, but to call people and try to, you know, hem them up on the phone about why you're not there and what happened to you, come on, y'all. Come on, Really? Really, that, that's not the time for that. I, I, I think that's a, a, a very, very disrespectful, very, very um, inconsiderate, you know, because they got a lot of their people, and they should focus on the people who, who are there. So if you fail to RSVP, you know, or you are RSVP in the day of saying that you can't make it, I think you should kind of keep it under the radar. You know, because it's not about you and why you're not there. It's really about the host, the purpose of the event, and just to ensure that it goes smoothly. So just kind of think about that. Just kind of think about that. Is that really necessary? Not that what happened to you or didn't happen is important, but 
that that may not be the right time to pour all, all, all that out. That that's that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. The plus one. Oh, the plus one. The plus one get a lot of heat about the the plus one. You you're the plus one. First of all, did the RSVP say you can bring a plus one? So you shouldn't just bring people to people's events when um you were just invited. You know, if they ask, you know, sometimes the invitation will ask if you're bringing some, someone. And sometimes people will, will say, hey, I got, you know, I would love to come, but I have someone in town. And, and then, then you can kind of handle that up front. But just to show up, you know, with, with, with other guests to a place that you were personally invited to, is something you may want to think about. You don't want to rub people the wrong way so that you don't appreciate that the invite. So that's what I would say about the plus one, the plus one, the plus one. And whether you have, whether you already see so yourself or the plus one birthday party, I mean, how many of y'all show up empty-handed to an event? Really? Not a card. How many you should cook out, housewarming gifts, even kids' birthday parties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't come bringing four or five kids to a birthday party that, that your child was invited to, and you don't clear that. And then you don't have a gift. You come empty-handed. Rochelle, I'm speaking the truth this morning. I'm speaking the truth. You get Oh, that, oh. Mm. How about if you were invited? Do you still show up? Now, that's a good question. So I I travel in this social circle probably about 10 to 12. I could be exaggerating the number. 10 to 12 people, right? We, we socialize, hang out together. And... Um, a few of us, it's kind of core that I guess it could be perceived as open, an open invitation, right? And um, and there may not be such a formal invitation. And it's almost like, oh, well, you know, you invited. Ah, sometimes the person can feel a certain way because, you know, I've left people off the list, you know, unintended. It was not my intention. People who I would normally invite to things, I've left them off of this because it's just core people. And then with um, texting, you can't always, you can only get so many people in the group text, and then you send another one. And with all of that, some people get left off. That could be an issue, leaving someone off. And then they feel like, well, I wasn't invited. And then it's this thing where people come where they were left off and they show up. So, so that, that, that could be an issue. I don't know if there's a right or wrong to that because I've left people off invitation. And it was truly an error. And I wish they would have come or I wish someone would have made me aware that, oh, you didn't invite Cora. And I'm like, oh, my God, tell her to come on. So sometimes that happens. Um, I'd like to say is, uh, I don't know what to say, but it, it, it does happen. Um, all I can say really is this is not always take it personal. Sometimes it could be um, an error that, that, that you got left off and you were really uh, would have wanted to be there and, and the person who hosted it 
would have wanted you to be there um, as well. <laughs> Stephanie says she ain't going nowhere. <laughs> uh, she is not invited. I get that, Stephanie. You're such a lady. Yes. Not invited. Don't, don't go. Better to be patient. Sorry. Plus one. Plus one. All right. Let's talk about office etiquette. Office etiquette. And etiquette about personal space. Is there an expectation for people to respect your personal space in the office, out of the office? Well, we 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 all understand the the etiquette about um, cell phones, right? Maybe not. We think about people who just want to, you know, have these um, live conversations uh, or use their speakerphone. I have a problem with that. Is is, uh, is that okay that you're having a call and, and other people in the room and you just pick up the phone and use your speakerphone like everyone wants to hear your conversation? No, get an earpiece. Get an earpiece. Is that a disrespect of personal space? <laughs> yes, it is. I think so. I think so. Get an earpiece and have that conversation, and you can use, you know, um, you can go live or you can have a conference call and you can use your speakerphone or whatever. But, I, I mean, you know, there are other people in, in the room, especially in the car, you know. Um, think about it. Think about it. I, I think that's very disrespectful and, and a lack of respect and consideration for other people's space when you choose to pick up your phone and just, Start a conversation um, when there's other energy in the room. Step out and have your conversation, or use your earpiece. I, I, I think I think y'all can buy into that. I think y'all can buy into that. Wow, etiquette, etiquette, y'all. It's a set of rules, conventional rules about how we should conduct ourselves in public places. Etiquette, etiquette, etiquette. Etiquette. I'm sure you have etiquette tips. I'm sure you have some experiences when things went well, things that were made, you know, um, things things that people have brought to your attention that made you aware of some things. Drop them. Drop them right there on the live so we can share. Um, you know, we, we, we want everyone to um, be remembered in a positive way <laughs> through our interactions and experiences with other people. So um, do, do, do share, 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 share. I, I do want to say um, a couple more things before uh, the session ends um, about etiquette. And, and although it may end on this radio platform, I want you all to keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing, um, keep talking about this because it's going to help us to coexist, you know, um, and bring harmony because people have fallen out about things such as what we're talking about. So put it out there. You know, we, we may be up to this to some things that we could probably walk away and benefit from. So definitely um, share that. Share that. Share your etiquette tips, tricks, experiences. Good morning, Rochella. I love that y'all are just loving on each other and saying good morning on the live and having your own conversation and sharing things. See, thanks, 
hanging out with me, um, either sharing comments about how you should conduct yourself about stealing food out the fridge at work. Do people still do that? Do they still do that? Really? Do they still do that? How about, listen to this, y'all. Um, I remember being in an office, I think it's when I was younger, working in a call center environment, and there was a large break room, and there was some concern about people microwaving their food. And, um, like, I'm a person, I love seafood. I love pasta. I try not to take seafood to work because I know that when you heat up, when you heat up um, seafood, it doesn't always have a pleasant odor, and it lingers. So, you know, I try to be considerate that people have allergic reactions to different kinds of food, and, and, and then certain smells are always not pleasant. And so for that, I want I want to take you know, um, seafood to work to heat it up. I won't, I, I'll just eat it at home. So how many of you do other considerate things like that about food choices that you make? Whether you may eat Indian food or African food that has strong senses um, or fish, thanks to you, that, you know, um, may have certain odors. Do you still take it and heat it up in the microwave? Think about that, y'all. Think about that. I am. Um, I love bananas, but there is something about the lingering smell of a banana. I don't even take bananas to work because there are certain foods that if I eat it and put it in my trash, it'll make me sick. It, I mean, the smell of it just makes just makes me nauseous. So I don't even um, eat certain foods um, in the office, um, like bananas. Seafood, fish, um, and things of that nature. So, so think about that, y'all. Think about that. Think about the foods that we eat and, and microwave at work or, or have an refrigerator that has strong odor, and you just want to be respectful um, to, to other people, to other people, to others. I see this um, word popping off the screen, and I, I'm almost afraid to touch it. Well, maybe I'll let you touch it. It's um, sip on my coffee here. That's that's getting cold. Fashion etiquette. Fashion etiquette. Is there such a thing? Fashion etiquette. What you wear. What you wear, not only clothing-wise, but, I mean, you know, all the other accessories you wear, you know, hats, you know, you're going through a play or some kind of event, and you got this big hat on sitting in front of people, you know, um, is that considerate, you know, um, fashion etiquette, what you wear? Yes, not only what you wear as, as an accessory, but also um, when you accessorize yourself with, with um, fit, you know, is there consideration taken with that? Um, there are certain people of, of national descent that 
They do not wear cologne, and their body odor is a statement within itself. Y'all may have to help me on this. There, there is a nationality of people that do not wear, you know, perfumes and oils and things like that. They, um, especially I think they're men, produce an odor that is said to be um, something that should be uh, seen in a different light, you know, that they're proud of their smell. Um, and so that that odor um, can be a problem for other people because it's not pleasant. It's strong, and it's disruptive to your thought process that you are smelling this, this odor. So that's something to be, you know, to give some thought to. You know, when you are um, wearing perfume or having different scent on um my daughter say, oh, you're just doing too much. That's what the kids say. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. It's just over the top. So the, the hats, um, the scents, the odors, things of that nature is, is um, something that we could probably, you know, think about, you know, a little bit. Or just be considerate that, you know, just at least check behind you. Can you see? Are you okay? Because you're sitting there trying to see, you know. Fashion etiquette, church etiquette, oh, God, church etiquette. There is this guy that, oh, he may be watching. Oh, he's probably not watching. There's this guy. Why well, just want to say the church I go to, <laughs> even though I post when I'm there. But I just want to say what church I go to. But it's this guy that every time Bishop says something, he repeats it. And he's on he's on his pew having his own sermon going on. You can't even focus on what the pastor is saying because he's talking the entire time. You know, and and and, and the pastor may say something, a story. He's telling his story. I'm like, like really? It is so annoying me. And it, I mean, I've even moved where I sit because I feel like the devil is busy and trying to keep me distracted from getting the word. The ushers know about him. You know, he's been asked to be quiet. But what what is it about? This dude should be listening to this show right now. Because that right there, that right there is definitely um, <laughs> very disrespectful. You know, very disrespectful. He's talking, um, and, and then he got, you know, he got to start singing. And, oh, you know, why the past is speaking like really do? And it's, I mean, it's been times I've just been looking at like this. I want him to know I'm watching him. And we're all looking at him like this. And I think that's, that's, that's what he wants. But very disrespectful, Stephanie, very disrespectful. He's talking. Um, he's trying to steal the show. He's trying to steal the show. I mean, you know, start your church. Start your church, and then you can start doing your sermon. But um, definitely, definitely disrespectful to the to the pastor, to the word, to to the energy. You know, disrespectful to to, to the energy. And speaking of energy, I'm just going to end on this note. You know how you um, you come into a place that's already in existence. So there's a certain flow going on, right? 
And um, here you come with your energy, right? This is energy etiquette. I think I made this up. <laughs> energy etiquette, like you should flow in with what's happening. If you're not going to flow with what's happening, then don't come or don't enter the space. Everyone's laughing, having a good time. Here you come, Debbie Downer, complaining, like, what? You know, like, don't come in here with that. With an attitude or it's already, and this has happened to me more than enough times. It is a, um, whether it is a physical place, a room, a party, um, any kind of scenery where people are gathered for whatever the cause is, they're into it. You could be, it could be a prayer session. So if they're praying, be quiet and slow into it. If they're laughing, don't come with a negative attitude. You know, so whatever that is, you come in and you change the energy because of your own selfish reasons or your own insecurities or your or your lack to demonstrate that you can have, you know, some courtesy towards someone else. It's, it's so disrespectful, you know. Um, also, there are times where people are, yeah, yeah, give me some love if y'all can feel that. Give me some love if y'all can feel that. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, something that is unwanted, uh, yeah, shouldn't even be tolerated, you know, to be able to um, enter a space with your negative attitude. You know, I, I find that if I'm having some issues, I try to be responsible and go take care of myself, go get myself together, and then when I come into the environment, I'm there for whatever the cause is. Or you just don't come. You know, I, I think that we can all take accountability and be responsible, you know, um, to do that. I got off on that. I had lost my train of thought. Can you believe it? But, <laughs> but, but back to that that space where something is already happening. We're talking about energy etiquette, y'all, for who's just joining us. We're talking about the etiquette of respecting the energy that's already existing. So you come into that place, you support and follow it, or you don't come. Even if you're in a text group where um, they're praying for someone or someone just mentioned something that's happened to them and everyone is maybe, you know, at this point um, trying to support someone. Maybe someone shared a text about a bad situation, right? Um, They shared about a bad situation and people are commenting and giving them support. We're praying for you. I'm sorry to hear about that. Here you come posting about a party or something like that. That's so disrespectful. This is not the time for that. Now, I, I get that. This has happened. It has come up in a conversation, and they were saying they were trying to change. But the point um, in that matter, they're trying to make me get off the show. Can you say that? They're trying to end the show. But the, 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 the important thing in that moment was about supporting the person and giving them um, – you know, just just giving them support that they need to get through it, you know, and it wasn't to divert from how they feel. But sometimes we got to recognize where we are in the moment, and it's okay to be upset. It's okay to be angry because it's real. And then you have people who kind of support and move you through it. So there was some discussion about whether that was appropriate or not. But, but, but just respecting the energy of what's happening and using energy etiquette. To, um, to direct that and to show um, consideration for what what happening or what's happening, you know. 
Um, you want a you want a group conversation? This happens to me a lot because I joke a lot. I play a lot. Um, texting, having a good time, laughing, having a good time. Here's somebody come on there with their Debbie down and nasty attitude, right? Why? Why? One of the beautiful, one of the most convenient things about text messaging is that you have the power to control your phone. If you don't want to get a text, turn it off.
It's about what's inside of you and what people see and what they experience when they encounter you. And you always want it to be a great experience because it improves your quality of life, right? So that's what this is all about, you know, looking at how you govern yourself. When you come into the experience or the space of other people. So take that with you. Take that with you. Um, listen, if you have enjoyed this chit-chat on etiquette, show some love, show some love, show some heart. I, I appreciate you all. I really do. I really do. And, and if you have topics that you think I should speak about or that you want to come on the show and talk about, hit me up. Hit me up. This platform is open to all. You know, I talk, you talk, we all talk on Coffee Talk. It's not about me. It's, it's really about us as people and, and, and what we can pass on and have better life experiences. I, I love this show. I love the opportunity to share and to learn with other people. So, yeah, yeah I dropped something on me, so I can drop it out here, and then we can have more, more talk about um, <laughs> more chat, more conversation. You know, it's all about real talk. Real topics with soy. I love you, Kevin White. I love you, Steve. Thanks for hanging out with me. And um, I am getting the um, the red light to get off the air. So um, at this time, I'm gonna have to go ahead and shut the show down. <laughs> they don't want me to be great. They don't want me to be great, y'all. It's time to shut the show down. But my time is up here, and I'm enjoying hanging out with y'all. Share the live. Share the live. Um, what is the next Henny Talk? What is the Henny Talk? Ooh, they bad. I told y'all last week this, this is a morning show. They don't know how to act. They don't know how to act. But listen, <laughs> we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. We, we can talk about what you want to talk about. Let's How about that? We can talk about what you want to talk about and come up with something for us to talk about. Y'all like that? We can talk about what you want to talk about and come up with something to talk about. Until next time, y'all. I love y'all. I just love this show, Coffee Talk with Soy. That is your new morning show where Real Talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, from your app store. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. Stay connected, stay connected, folks, by visiting the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com, as well as looking for us under your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Remember, the size of the problem is never the issue. Remember, it's the size of you. Be great because you are awesome. Tell them Soy said so. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.